Welcome to the Wisdom Talk Radio Show, bringing you insight, illumination, and inspiration in service to the world. We are a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living, conscious business, conscious relationships, conscious community, and conscious evolution. Hello and welcome. This is Gifanjali Hemp, and today I would like to speak about news media and the four states of consciousness. So this concept of four states of consciousness, um, it's an interesting concept. There's really millions of states of consciousness. There's as many states of consciousness as there are parts of self of the billions of people in existence on this planet. So I really don't like um, oversimplifying things. And at the same time, I think sometimes having these models is helpful as a way to have a language and a context and understanding for certain things. And so, um, Centara system is an energy healing modality that I've developed. And we use this concept of the four states of consciousness really foundationally in the work that we do. Um, it's not a new concept, really. It's a very basic structure that can be found in most religions and philosophies, um, that are very holistic and incorporate different aspects of what it means to be human including the spiritual aspects. Um, so it's a helpful way of framing things. And there's many different ways to speak to these four states of consciousness. It literally applies to absolutely everything in our world and life. Um, in thinking about wanting to address this concept um, for the Wisdom Talk radio audience, I was trying to consider some of what I've been hearing um, from people around me and in the world around me and what I see something that would be important to speak to and for myself as well. And lately, there's a lot that's happening in our world and in our country with the elections and racial tensions, and there's a lot of polarity happening in the world. And one of the questions I'm noticing people asking, and myself asking myself, and um, this four states of consciousness speaks to it and helps me have a way of moving through this question. Um, the question being, how do we stay in good relationship with what we're hearing and seeing going on in the world and with the news that we're getting and receiving? How do we stay in a good, clear, conscious, connected relationship with that and not be torn apart in some, in some ways um, and also not be completely bypassing or ignoring it? And so I don't have an answer. And I think this comes up for me a lot is that Oftentimes, I don't have an answer, and I think people have to find their own answers, and that those answers are going to be totally unique to each person. And I think that understanding the states of consciousness is really useful at times of confusion, of knowing what to do for ourselves, and what is skillful and appropriate for us in any given moment or any given situation. We're really all so unique and different. And so what a right answer, and what I want to say about this is this is a fluid model. We never get to a point or a place where we're never in one of these states again. So when we're in the victim state, there's a quality of suffering and despair. Maybe it's just a thread of our consciousness or awareness, but that's the quality of that aspect of consciousness in our being at any given time when we're identifying with the victim state. And the quality there is one of hopelessness and helplessness. And we perceive things as issues 
We don't understand why they are the way they are, but we just have these issues. We have symptoms that are occurring or arising in our life. And we tend to feel victimized. And so if you're in this energetic state, and again, all of us are in this state. Sometimes we feel tired, we feel depleted, we feel kind of run down in some way. When you see the news that's negative news, it's going to impact you. And maybe the, the news itself is part of the trigger that takes you in to a place where you feel like you are ingesting the current of the collective consciousness in a way that probably isn't very useful for you. It strengthens and empowers some of the threads of negativity. And so the highest way to meet this place, if this is the state that you're in, in any given moment is honestly to take space and to not have judgment for that. There's a time and a place for needing to take space. There's something about having self-care, um, some form of connecting to something that feels bigger than you, a space where you can really feel your feelings and feel held and allow yourself some time and space to regain perspective and for it to shift and to get some distance from whatever the issue is. If there is a resonance with something that you're hearing or seeing or feeling outside of yourself and it's coming into you and lighting something up, honor that it's lighting something up and take space, not as a form of avoidance, but take space to integrate and reorganize what it's lighting up for you. That is of huge benefit to the collective stream. Reorganize it, transform it, transmute it. And so what I say here is that for each of the states of consciousness, there's a directive action that is most helpful in that state. And what I talk about in the first state of consciousness, the directive action would be prayer or some sort of connection to something that is soothing and greater than you, whatever is real for you in terms of that. It might be the universe. It might be God. It might be the sense of an unconditionally loving mother. It might be nature, but somehow getting tending to the place of woundedness and maybe needing to source that from outside support and help in trusted community, friends, family, allies, healers, support systems of different sorts. Okay. So that's the first state of consciousness. When we find ourselves in the second state of consciousness, the second state of consciousness being the warrior state, when you see the news, you get fired up. There's a way that the quality of the warrior state is focused and willful. It is, things feel difficult and challenging, but kind of exciting and a little bit inspiring sometimes too. You perceive reality as a series of triggers. Things are triggering you into action. They're triggering you into movement. They're triggering you into some sort of a response. And from this place, there's a way you can interface with it by setting intention you need to turn that fire, that willfulness into active motion with your intention. So in this place, you know, the highest way of being here is to do something, to really meet it, meet what you're seeing in the world in whatever way is real and good for you. Set intentions, make a plan, confront the energy with your will and what you stand for. Get really clear on what you stand for. Use that fire to burn and refine your sense of identity, your sense of value, your sense of purpose, your sense of place. Um, 
coming into speaking your truth, being an activist, energetically or at real world events, do something, share information, create community. There's an active, willful engagement in the warrior state. You don't have to stay here for hours and days or years, and, and, and you might spend a fair amount of time here, but allow yourself to meet the energy in some way that feels powerful and potent and strong. And what happens is in any of these energy states, they do kind of have, um, it's not quite a hierarchy. It's more of a spiral. We do always return to all of the different states, but we want to transform and transmute from one state to the next gracefully and easily. We don't want to feel like we get stuck and patterned in any one of the states. They want to all feel equally comfortable, fluid, and graceful for us. And so when we meet a particular energy state really well, then it begins to transform immediately. So if you find yourself in a warrior state and you're getting fired up and passionate as you're seeing things coming up in your, in your newsfeed, meet it in some way. Find a way to take action. Don't feel burned by it. Begin to meet the flame and transform. Transform yourself and transform what's occurring in the world and the conversation. Okay, so the next state of consciousness is the queen-king state. And the queen-king state, we begin to feel very clear and very present and very conscious. We begin to feel adventurous about things and passionate about things. We perceive reality as having choices. We can start to see that we have a choice in how we engage with something and which route we're going to take. And when we're experiencing the news media in this place, we can kind of take in the information and we begin to see what's happening. We get to make a choice how we're going to engage with it. And this is an interesting and tricky place. So um, this can be a really sticky place. It can be tricky in a whole different kind of way. The power here, the action here is invocation. The highest way to be here is with the power of invoking. So with your awareness, with your awareness of choice, you know that there's a potential for things to be differently. You can feel it. You can have a vision for it and you can bring it here just through your capacity to hold space for that being the reality of existence and beginning to make choices that bring that into form. From this place, it's a very co-creative space. We can create new models, new systems, new ways of being. The tricky part about this state of consciousness is we can get stuck here because we have choice. We can sometimes fall into a complacency and a bypassing where we choose to never want to feel the fear and anger of the victim and warrior state again. We judge it in ourselves. We avoid it in ourselves and we judge it in others. And what happens when this happens is that we get stuck in this state of consciousness and it's not the highest state. It's not, there is no goal. There's no end to get to, but if there was, it would be getting into the God goddess state. And in the God goddess state, it's full acceptance of all things. And it's actually not a state totally in and of itself. It is a state that is vast and expansive and contains the weaving and movement and fluid, graceful flow through all of the other states. It's a holism of, of sorts. And so 
we want to be able to expand into that vastness of being. And if we get stuck in the queen king state, we can never expand into that vastness of being. And so the way out of the stuckness, so the action would be invocation, but the way out of the stuckness is to give back. If we choose to create our own small little reality, at some point we are going to realize that we are inextricably linked to everything else in existence on this planet. And if we're co-creating for ourselves, as we stabilize that and get stronger for it, we begin to impact the group field and we begin to need to be of service in some way. And giving back can look like anything. It can be a thought. It can be an action. It can be a movement that you bring forth. It can be, you have to find what that is for yourself. But in some way, giving back is what moves us through the stuck place of the third state of consciousness. We can't bypass anything that's happening in us or anything that's happening in our world. Through compassion and remembrance of what it's like to not have access, if we can remember what that feels like and have empathetic connection and compassion, then we can invoke and have empathetic connection and compassion. Then we can invoke and co-create for more than just us but for the collective and the whole. So that's the third state of consciousness. The fourth state of consciousness is the God-Goddess state. And like I said before, it's full acceptance of all things in all states, in self and in other. And here we move amongst them all with no resistance, no judgment. And the feeling here is one of all-knowing, all understanding, all power. And the quality is just one of pure bliss. From this place, we can be totally present with what is. And there's an integration that begins to happen as in this state, we weave through the victim state, the warrior state, the queen king state, continuously, fluidly, effortlessly, without getting stuck without getting lost, without being afraid, without any resistance, willing to surrender ourselves into moments of not knowing, into moments of being powerfully inspired and fired up, and into moments of clear, crystalline invocation of our mindful choice. And we can weave amongst those states and we can engage with other people weaving amongst those states, however it is most appropriately to do so. So not many people are in this state very often, and there are very few people who are in this state most of the time. And sometimes we can think about being around a real spiritual master where they're just breathing and in their in-breath and out-breath is the in-breath and out-breath of all existence and all creation. It is the in-breath and out-breath of all wonderful things and all horrible things. In each in-breath and out-breath, that master is going through the victim, warrior, and queen-king state 
weaving back and forth and back and forth and all the way through. And as they're doing that, there's a transmutation that happens and it builds this field of resonance when, when you're sitting in space with someone who can really hold that awareness, that vastness of acceptance of all things and a reorganization of all things through the depth of their presence, what happens for people is that the people sitting in the space, when you're sitting in the space with someone holding space like that, you begin to transform because their very presence begins to be an emanation of the reorganization that's possible through the presencing through each of these states of consciousness. So ultimately, going back to the news media conversation, there would be a way that if we could presence it from a God-Goddess state, we would begin to impact, influence, transmute, and transform the collective consciousness and narrative of what's happening in our world today. We do that by getting more and more skillful in meeting ourselves wherever it is we actually authentically are in the continuum and spectrum of our own consciousness state in any given moment without any judgment or any criticism. And we do the same for others, knowing that sometimes we need to take time and space to heal Sometimes we need to be impassionate and empowered to speak. And sometimes we need to hold space and a vision and create a new paradigm and form. And sometimes we need to sit looking right in the face of all that's happening. Breathing, presencing, and in so doing, transforming the potentials of what's in existence in our world. So I hope that this was interesting and helpful for you. Again, this is Gifanjali Hemp, and I look forward to speaking with you guys again sometime soon. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook.